Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. That's T E C O. V-A-S dot com and point your toes west. What you trying to get into, I dare what you trying to do. Mm. You know, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Go ahead, girl. Like this episode that we uh, had to watch for today's podcast? Yeah. Mm. The chaos gets to you quick. Yo, it gets to you real fast, man. That shit is not no bullshit, man. It's like, bam, and then you're like, oh, my God, I'm back in it. It's crazy, man. You mean lockdown, you mean? No, I'm talking about just life in general. Listen, we've had the luxury to be able to do our podcast from the comfort of our own home. Yes. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people out there, I got a job. Right. So now I have to work during this crazy time. So the anxiety of that already, bam, in your face. Dude, I've been COVID tested more than I've... Listen, man, you can't tell me the tests aren't out there. I'm getting tested like crazy. Yeah. And do you, do you feel, is your anxiety lower? Because when I was uh, doing my directing It's so gig, high. Oh, see, I had the opposite. When I was getting tested, like, not only would we, for the, for the job I did, we'd have, like, the... We'd have uh, the longer test that takes like two days. And then every morning we had a 15-minute test. Those aren't as reliable, but it was just kind of like a, a safeguard. And uh, I, I felt great knowing at least I was finding out every day a strong percentage of a chance that I, was, that I didn't have it. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say how we do our testing thing. I'm, I'm not going to tell you. Haven't you even, you haven't sure. even mentioned the show. You can just. Perfect. You, it doesn't, no one knows. Excellent. Every two days you get tested. Uh-huh. Even if you're not working. Yeah. 
Well, that's, that's great. It's the only way you can operate. And by the way, none of that's going to be able to operate very long. I mean, if you look at the trajectory of what's happening here in Los Angeles, it's just, I mean, they're going to do, they have to do a full shutdown. I'm sorry. I know, I know that that's bad news, but this like this fucking ridiculous uh, mixed message of, uh, all right, we're cutting down restaurants. Restaurants are closed except for delivery, but the mall is still open. Like it, there's Yo, so much, just the, so the, much, the way yeah. the, it's like the, the way I, I understand and respect they're trying to save businesses, but it's just, it's beyond the rate is the hospital beds are running out. So it's just, I'm sure we're destined for a full lockdown. Uh, It's a horrible thing, man. I I don't know how you, I don't know how you combat this. I don't know how you fight this fight right now, man. It's the mixed messaging, the freaking. Well, the best thing you can do is not leave your fucking house unless you have to. Agreed. That's the that's the most active, the most proactive thing you can do is not fucking leave your house unless you have to. You can, you know, if you have to go to the grocery store, you have to go to the grocery store. You can also have them delivered if you if you want, but don't fucking leave your house. I know you have a job, but at least when you go to your job, you've been tested and everyone's been tested. That shit's crazy just to watch everybody say and roll sound and all the masks come off. For all the actors and background, it's like, whoa! I feel I naked. You I feel know. naked. I know. It's bizarre, feel, right? It's it's like you're breathing air that you shouldn't be breathing. Also, like, also, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I know. I saw it for, you know, when we were, did, did my thing, um, it was just one actress, a, a, a wonderful, famous actress that I can't say who it is yet, but she, it was like, it was like, protect the queen bee, because she's the only person when they call rolling that takes off her mask. So everyone steps away. Everyone's got both a mask and a face shield and a sh- on, and a shield, and which I um, don't get. I don't get the shield, man. I understand you want to stop stuff, but the shit can. The aerosol comes around the shield. It's not like it's just a straight shot. That shit goes everywhere. Well, it's better than nothing. It's like multiple layers of of of. Listen, if you were protecting your castle, you you might you might that- you. You might just have a moat. You might just have a moat. Or you'd throw fucking Crocs in the moat. I would have fucking Crocs in my moat. (laughs) The shield also protects you from rubbing your eyes, which is a way a lot of people contract it. Keeping your hands off of your face is like a big part of stopping COVID. That's great. You know what I I like? I I like my castle analogy. I want a fucking Mandalorian mask. I want a true life Mandalorian mask that can freaking block out all of that shit that's There's what no I reason want. you can't be wearing you, you could wear your mandalorian mask to set yeah, do no it why? yeah wear it i it's saw a a, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't block out the aerosol like the real mandalorian mask speaking of mandalorian zach you have <laughs> no. an apology to make to everybody out there you i have didn't an watch apo- the la- i didn't watch the latest and um i'm sorry but i was i had to do something i haven't seen the did latest you did yet. you see the did you see the one with rosario uh, I saw the one with Rosario. Yeah, yeah. You have an apology to make to all of these people out there. You um, said this series. This listen for everybody out there. He's not going to apologize because he probably still thinks it's uh, whatever it is. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. Woo! I hope they unlatched, mamas. Woo! Listen, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I I think it's a wonderful show. Did you watch the Undoing? I haven't seen the finale, but I love it. It, <laughs> it is it's, white it, people mad. It, it's it's really. I mean, I don't want to say it's great because it's shy of being great, but it's very entertaining. It's so oh, Nicole Kidman will play the hell out of like 
a betrayed wife. Like, <sighs> her facial expressions, I want to live inside of them. It's so good. It's very entertaining. The other thing you got to watch, I highly recommend, Donald, maybe even you'll watch this, is the Heaven's Gate documentary, uh, which is about that cult that did the mass suicide. I don't know if you remember them. They... Uh, what the uh, aliens coming and they yes the, the hail bob comet and they took barbiturates and uh, and did I think thirty something of them um, killed themselves because they believed they were getting on a spaceship that was trailing behind the hail bob comet that was going to come pick them up and it's still still to date this is uh, the largest mass U.S. suicide ever but it's fascinating yeah you know the power the power of uh, manipulation man. Listen, this to... this guy told his followers that listen to this. I'm going to spoil one story for you. He goes, he's like, I think maybe because they were just they were supposed to be asexual. They were, they were supposed to be like monks. He's like, I think we should maybe. I'm I'm having some feelings. He said, and um, I think we should probably castrate ourselves. Now hospitals aren't going to let us do this, so we should probably do it here. And they're like, okay, yes, yes, leader, yes, oh leader. All right. So then he goes, now, I don't want to get in trouble for this. So he writes a sign in handwritten letters above the door of the room where they're going to do it. And he writes the word Mexico. He goes, now, if anyone tells you where you got castrated, you got castrated in Mexico. Okay. So they bring the first guy in to, to cut off his scrotum. <laughs> and as you can imagine, it goes horribly wrong. And they get the ball sack <laughs> off. But the dude is screaming in pain, and it, and and his whole groin starts to blow up like so big. Oh my god! What? So they, they start show, panicking. Did they show it? Did they show it? No, because it wasn't videoed. But they, oh. but they, they're all telling these stories. All these people that are still alive, people that didn't actually go through with the suicide. So they they call a priest because they think a priest will help them. Um, like because maybe the priest understands their their desire to be uh castrated, and the priest is like, "What the fuck are you talking about? No way." And then they go, okay, finally they give up. They got to go to the emergency room. They take it to the emergency room. They run away. But they still have the ball sack in their hands. And they're like, what do we do with this ball sack? So they throw it off a bridge. Oh, wow. They threw the ball sack off a bridge into a river. I thought you were going to say something way more climactic, like, so they ate the ball sack. So they oh, ate oh the ball God. sack. Oh my God. Heaven's Gate, guys. I highly recommend it. I'm, I'm very interested in cults. I mean, not to join one, in, in studying them. I, I find them fascinating. So let me get this straight. Yeah. They threw the scrotum off a bridge. Go ahead. Let me get this straight. Isn't there a line that all of a sudden... You know, because nobody wants to be judged, right? So you'd have to be able to go into this without judgment to be able to study cults. Like, let's say you were able to do something like that, to be able to go in and be a documentarian and study cults. Mm -hmm. Don't you think at some point some of the message starts to seep in, though? Um, it's very interesting. You know, something I learned from watching this documentary is you might think, oh, these people are simpletons who, who've had, who've been brainwashed and had their mind taken over. Um, and they, they have obviously in the documentary interview lots of cult specialists and they say they're very often very intelligent people. Um, um, you know, in fact, in this, in this cult, they, a lot of them were computer, this was early in the eighties of computers and they were like computer geniuses and the way they actually funded the cult was from doing uh, computer work for people because they were very, very smart uh, men and women. Um, so I, I, I don't know. It's a certain type of person that is susceptible to it. I don't think just anyone and everyone is susceptible to having their brain sort of taken over by a hu another human being. But as right. you see from all these cults, from 
you know, from you, you name it, from Manson to Waco to Hellbop to lo lots of them. They're uh, people um, become so they they think they they think that the leader is the Messiah, and they don't want to they don't want to upset the Messiah. They want to mm. do whatever the Messiah says. It sounds like my marriage. But boom, boom, How was your marriage? You guys getting along? I love my wife. We got some good stuff going on, man. Really? It's real nice right now. You, why, you heard something? I just heard that from her that she's not happy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, your wife's the most in love woman I know. We're kissing again, she... I'll tell you that much. Oh, That's really? Mm-hmm. Well, you stopped kissing for a while? Well, you know, you get sick of each other. That's life. That's how it goes. Mm, but we in it to win it. Yes, you know, we're in each other's face. You know, uh, for all of you out there who have relationships and you love your relationships, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about right now. There's times we look at each other, there's still love there, but it's like I don't necessarily want to talk to you right now. Do you ever you know get I mean? scared? Like, do you ever get scared when you're when you're angry? And I'm asking you, the listener, as well, even though you can't answer, only these three can. Mm. Do you ever get scared? Like, I fucking am so pissed at this person right now. I don't fucking see how we're ever going to make it the long haul. No. I don't. I threaten that shit, though. <laughs> I, <laughs> I threaten that shit like, you do? all the time. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's what do you great... say? Like, like um... I'll be like... Well, if you think that way, then I don't see how we're going to make it the long haul. Oh, exactly what you said. That feels pretty manipulative. Absolutely. It's the way to get it's the way to get what you want. Absolutely. I'll admit to that. And Daniel, goes, how about you? Right do you when ever... I do that. Right when I I'm sorry to cut you off and then you can get to Daniel. But right when I do that, I can I I sense my wife notice, "Oh, he's that hurt that he's going to throw out he doesn't think we should be." And what does she anymore. say to that? Does she like, "Well, then go then, motherfucker." Sometimes and then and then sometimes and then I'll be like, fine, I'll go. And I'll go up to the bedroom. And I'll sit in the bed. And then she'll come up in there and she'll be like, and then she'll sit on the bed. And that's all I've ever wanted. That's all I wanted in the first place was us to be in the bed together. And so oh. now we're sitting and we're talking in the bed. Oh. And she's, you know what I mean? And she's and she's, you know, telling me how much she loves me. And I'm telling her how much I love her. But now we're communicating even more. And listening even more. So you just need to blow off some steam and then you... So it sounds like you guys at least, um, even though you, of course, are human and blow up, you, you, you are able to not go to bed angry and talk it out. No, there's times we go to... No, there's time. Listen, now I'm at the... We're at the point now where it's like, look, there's, there, we know what it is that the other person can do to make it so that this is over. Just don't touch those things. Everything else we can I'm willing to work through and you're willing to work through. So, you know, if you're angry now, we're gonna talk about this tomorrow. This isn't something that can get buried. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I'm because some that's bullshit. Going to bed not angry, you're gonna stay up until like you, you're gonna have a nervous breakdown. You'll be freaking what's the dude's yeah. name? Sometimes you need a Holden time Caulfield. Out. Yeah. You'll be that dude, man. Sometimes you need a time out and just like, why don't we sleep for Eight hours and right, start again. We, right. Why don't we just? <laughs> what about you, Daniel? Um, I think we're kind of still figuring out what those boundaries are. Uh, figuring out what those things we are, you know, because you're relatively new. You're only mm -hmm. two years. Yeah. Uh, ten months. But thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, dude, sorry. What, 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 no, no, dude, you're okay. 
What? What's going on with your background, man? You you tool time in it? Uh, yeah, it's my workbench. He always has tools, bro. It's my workbench where I build computers. That's where he builds computers, bro. I've never uh, noticed that workbench. Oh yeah. Before. Well, I also got a new camera, so it probably you can probably see all that more clearly. And also, yeah, parts of my lunch. I apologize, assembly lunch and whatnot. Um, well, everybody's upgrading. Look at that, Joelle upgraded. She's now blue. She's no longer making our 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 group chats green anymore. I can text her you're from welcome. my computer. Well, oh yeah, oh yes. I didn't know what you were talking about. Joelle <laughs> has an Apple phone, guys, and so our our group chat is finally sacred again and full blue. I love it. it. Looks gorgeous. I don't. I know that some of you are so passionate about your Android phones, and I really don't give a fuck. All I'm saying <laughs> is, I don't. I don't want the chat to go green. All right. I don't use my phone for all the shit you probably do. I like to take pictures, and I like to send texts, and I like my text to go blue. All right. To be in the work group. All right, chat. Tim Apple, put me in the put me in the campaign, <laughs> Tim Apple. <laughs> Oh, that's we should get into the show, man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Why don't you count us in, baby girl? All right, now this is for all my listeners out there. My yeah, baby make it girls, make it like an R and B. Make it like an R and B style. Yeah, Dan Dan will lay down a little like R and B style thing underneath. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Sometimes you know. Talk sometimes you sometimes you're sad. Sometimes you're happy. Sometimes you're horny. Sometimes you're not. But when it comes to fake doctors, real friends. You always got a five, six, seven, eight stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories that you all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs Rewatch Show with Zach and Dono. Mm-hmm. I missed you. I missed you all. I missed you guys. Tremendously, um, actually, it's a it's a it's a weird time, and and you listeners, we missed you so much. Fucking amazing reaction Ooh. to John Doris. He was a hit. Oh yeah, was he? Oh, he was yeah. a huge hit. I, yeah. I I I was screenshotting all of these um, responses to people wrote to him and sending them to Bill solely to piss Bill off because <laughs> a lot of people were like, "That's the best guest you've ever had," and then other people were like, "Seriously, that may have been the best show ever." Who needs Bill anymore? And they're obviously joking, but I just sent them all to Bill just to rile him up. It was amazing. Love it. How did Bill take it? Well, he was he was like, "This is not funny at all," and uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> No, but people really loved it, and it, it made, um, you know, the four of us have been talking, and we, we were talking about, you know, folding in some shows that aren't just an episode. The, the person might be related to Scrubs, like uh, like John, uh, or they might be not. They might be just an interesting person. So uh, we're going to start folding in some of those shows as well, right? Right, Adeo Shun? Uh, yeah. You almost said it right. Adeo Shun. Adeo Shun. Adeo Shun. You know, what you're, you're, you're trying to me, get into I dare Shun. You're giving me a complex such that I'm just going to say Shun and not go for the whole name because now I'm like starting to get in my head about it. It's all good. Don't trip. Um, but yeah, so we're going to fold in some of those. Um, and I like that. You know, we should also talk about the onesies. I can't believe the onesies sold out in a day. You know, I told you when you make them comfy, there's yeah. something about that, man. Sn- Snuggly and cozy yeah. is a great thing. And, you know, there's nothing like having your and my face yeah. on 
Someone's body. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just something yeah. that's something all over your body. That. Whatever your all, favorite all over your body. Wherever your favorite area of your body is, whether it's inner thigh or back of your neck, you can have me and Donald on it. From your taint to your throat okay. and everything in between. From your toes to your taint to your throat. That's a that'd be a good that's a, that'd be a good um sales motto for the for the onesie. From the rooter to the tutter. Covering you with Zach and Donald from the toe to the taint to the throat. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> by the way, What's wrong with it? By the way, uh, it was very fun Just that they taint, sold out. the word taint from the toe Joel, to the throat. Joel, you don't throat. like the word taint? It's a great word. Oh, no. Okay, I guess that's a no. You probably also hate the word moist. Everyone hates the word moist. I also do not um, like with. that word. Okay. I don't mind moist. Yeah. What about a big pan- cake? What about panties? That doesn't bother me so much. Okay. What panties bothers people? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like panties and moist are popular ones that make women cringe. <laughs> Sorry, Joel. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what word makes you guys cringe? Is there a certain uh, word? No, what? there's no word that makes me cringe. The chalk, the chalkboard sound. That yes, I can't fuck off. with the chalkboard I sound. Can't, I, that, Do you I know can't, the scariest uh, part of Jaws is when that motherfucker does his nails on the chalkboard? I, oh, I, I, I just recently uh. rewatched Jaws, and I was only only um, frightened when the chalkboard thing happened. I can't do that. Uh, make my teeth hurt to think. Masterpiece about. of a movie, still though, man. Yes, still it is. It is still to this day. It is Jaws. a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Mr. Spielberg. Mm. And um, and Donald and I did a charity reading of The Goonies, which was a lot of fun, speaking of Spielberg. It was all to benefit the uh, organization No Kid Hungry, uh, which you can still donate if you're feeling like you can and you are able. Um, it's a wonderful cause that is raising money um, so uh, for child hunger uh, in the United States. And I know that we raised 100 thousand dollars on the night 130 the night of oh my right. god oh, congratulations. that is let's go well that done. is over a million meals yeah wow for for hungry children in this country and wow. as we all know because of the pandemic um there are so many people anxious about where they're going to get their next meal and True. um if you have even a buck even a spare dollar um you go to nokidhungry.org and you can donate. And and so we did this reading, and it was a lot of fun because Donald and I both grew up loving the Goonies. And um, and there we are. You know, they asked me and Donald and Josh Gad and Kristen Bell and Gene Smart um, to read all the roles that weren't, you know, the original cast. And Carrie Elwes uh, did the uh, the narration. Hmm. And um, Donald and I were like just kids in a candy store. I mean, just watching them read. The funniest part of all was for me was watching. So it's time for Sean Astin to do the monologue where he's in the wishing well. And he's like, it's our time down here. Down here, it's our time. And I'm looking over at Donald's Zoom window and he's mouthing along all, every single word <laughs> of the monologue. Like Donald, so Donald, you have that script memorized. Because I, I hadn't seen it since for so long, but I loved, loved it as a child. And I'm looking over. I was more entertained watching Donald mouth along every word of the script than watching yeah, all the Yeah, you know what was messed Aww. up is that, you know what was messed up is that a lot of them didn't do it like they did it in the movie. And that kind They were of trying to have like mad. a new take. They were like, right, you know what? <laughs> at, at, at 45, I'm going to do a new take of it. Oh, that's cracked me up, though. I was like, come on, man, do it like the movie. Because I'm I'm sitting there trying to hit every beat like the movie and everything. Right. 
But it was so awesome. Did I do man. a good job on my lines with the You new did one? a great job. Do you remember job. when the father rips up the note? Yeah. That was me. Or Not any, now or, or ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was so funny. Dude, but actually, Donald, with Donald, we were on the rehearsal, and Donald's like, um, guys, this was hilarious. The whole cast. Donald knows the script better than the cast. And Donald's like, guys, um, you're actually missing a line here. I'm not sure if it was improv by the actor at the time, but do you want me to say X, Y, Z? And they were like, oh, yeah, sure, Donald. Go ahead and say that. <laughs> <laughs> but they were cool, right? Corey Feldman. It was amazing. And, Corey Feldman, Josh and, uh, Brolin. Josh Brolin. Um, and uh, and, and uh, they were all. Uh, they were just. They Martha, so, it was Martha, good to Plimpton. See Martha Plimpton. Yeah, again, Martha Plimpton read it just like her character did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Um, Martha Plimpton um, was funny because she said something about how she said uh, at a certain point in the shoot, I just stopped competing for the lens. Meaning, like <laughs> all those little kids were such hams. They were all they all knew they were trying to get their screen time. Really? And she's like, at a certain point, I kind of just relaxed and stopped fighting for the lens. And uh, I thought that was funny. This many years later, she remembers that. I forgot about this line. This is what I was going to say. I forgot about this line in the movie. And then she did it. And she did it exactly like the movie. Um, Bran, God put that rock there for um, a purpose. And I don't think um, that you should move it. And then he moves it. He goes, hello. And then the bats come out. And she said it just like the when she did it in the movie. And it was... Yeah. I, I remember I remember thinking, wow, that was really interesting. She had a lot of ums in there. And then you look at the script and um is at every moment. Like that was what was really weird. Well, like, I don't some, know. Well some well, of the things that I was like, well, because some of the things that happen in the movie, like when he drops the picture in the closet and then he goes, What are you doing? After he dropped the picture, all of that shit's in the script. It was all in the script. No, I think I think I know for a fact. You weren't at rehearsal um, because you were working. They uh, what they did was they made a hybrid production draft because what happened, what 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 the movie became was very much different from the script. I mean, the, they went off in a lot of different tangents. They cut a bunch of stuff. The kids improv, of course. Mm -hmm. So, in order to to deliver a reading of the Goonies for the audience that knows the script, they had to adjust the script to reflect the movie. So, a lot of stuff like that got got put in there's a really funny moment at the end where where key the the young asian uh kid says um oh you wouldn't believe it there was an octopus and there's never an octopus in the movie because they had shot a scene with an octopus and cut it out and for some reason the dick donner the director left it in but you can actually see if you're curious you can go find all sorts of wacky goonies uh cut scenes like the octopus dancing I'm glad they cut that part out. Yeah, it's really weird. It's so out of the <laughs> so it's so out of the out. tone of the movie. Yeah. All right, should we talk about Scrubs? We should. We should totally very talk good, about Scrubs. Very good episode. But before we before we stop, I just want to shout out uh, Pantera Sarah, who we've both known since pretty much we've moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, for making it so that we could be a part of the uh, Goonies uh, read. So yeah. thank you, and, and Sarah. also and also allowing us to to be a part of such an awesome charity like uh, No Kid Hungry. Because um, it felt like we were, it was win-win. We got to act like fools with our childhood heroes, and we got to raise money for nokidhungry.org. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words.
Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at tacovas.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I laughed a lot on this episode, and there's a lot of um, firsts in Scrubs. Like not uh, not only not only a lot of firsts, but like a lot of memes also in yep. this episode. Yep. Um, most famously, uh, the the first appearance of uh, world's most giant doctor. Yes. And Are who knew there was actually a real giant doctor? Yeah, Chet. I forgot about Chet. I remember Chet. Yeah, you never see his head because he's so tall. He's All right, so are tall. you ready with your recap? Um, uh, everyone's favorite recap of anything ever. Do you know that there's a fella on the interwebs um, who is graphing uh, how close you are to 30 seconds? Mm, I know. I graph. saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I really like bet, that. I'm telling you, they should bet in Vegas. This should be a Vegas. This should be a Vegas thing. All right. How close do I get to 30? All right, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you marks? Get set, go. JD wants to break up with Danny. Dr. Cox can't get over how happy he is. Elliot's bullied for wanting to look good. And Todd practices sex on a CPR dummy. Some people love to work and or live in chaos. And I get it. Being able to function when the world is loud and crazy is an attribute not many possess from the jump. As you grow older, you learn to cope. The crazy thing is... We go so hard, we become so used to the chaos. We then crave it. It fuels us. We're at our best when our backs are against the wall. The key is balance, and I've yet to find it. Wow. That was 37. That's your sweet spot. Um, Very nicely said, Donald. Um, Balance. I don't know if we ever find balance until they shovel us into a hearse. Do we ever find balance? Maybe if you're like a, maybe if you're like a, um, a yogi or a, spiritual religious person who 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 can get in touch with their inner peace but i feel like the rest of our lives we're going to be vacillating between moments of peace and mayhem but how do you but how do you survive you know how do stress kills you know what i mean but the only way we survive it seems like is when stress is on our back you know how do you how do how do we how do we make it in this world how how do i find my peace you know I, I'm my best when my kids are loud in my ear, when the when when the rent is due, you know. When that's just how it is. That's when I'm at my best. Right. So how you feel I, you feel if you got a lot of money in the bank and your kids are being good and everything is like you don't have any worries that you I'll get find complacent. It, I will you find get complacent. another. I will find another thing to stress about. I promise you. Yeah. I'm, of course. And, everybody and it's something that. that I, I think it's something that I've been. I, I don't think. I. You know what. And I, I, my wife is uh, the the queen of it, but I think I've inherited it from her. She perceives stress. You know what I mean? She's like, yo, she finds a way, but it motivates her to do things. You know what I mean? It, it's what she uses as fuel. Mm-hmm. It and, sounds like it's saying what you do too. That's what you do. Yeah. Right? Well, I've become accustomed to it and I like mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it really does work. It, it, it works very well. The, I remember I used to dread the nervous energy that I would get. Now it's like, all right, I can use this. Use this as fuel. Keep it going. Just go as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Anyway. I think it, I think a lot of people listening can relate. Um, 
also in our line of work, we're all technically freelance for the most part. And so you're always having to hustle and figure out what your next chess move is. And uh, there's not a lot of security. You could get a job and move to Jersey City like you did. Or right. you could get a job and uh, an awesome job that's life changing, but then you don't get another job for a while, and um, you know that's that's a that's a stressful way to to operate. Yeah, and that's and it seems like that's what Cox loves for some reason. Cox seems to love being unhappy because that's really what we're saying when you're anxious and you're and you you're. N- you know, because it it all, it's exactly, I'm, and here we go. I, I'm sorry, I did it already, but here's a Star Wars reference. But it's exactly what Yoda says. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Maybe limit the amount of jazz lettuce you have before the show, because if you I start forgetting Star so Wars much, quotes. dude. Oh, really? You're really high right now. I am so baked. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, there you have it, we're everyone. Go, we're going to cut all, no, this no is we're not. Cut out. Yeah, Why? we are. Yeah, we don't have time to cut things today. We got to air this show tomorrow. Normally, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, we do these shows a little bit before the air, but um, because of all sorts of scheduling mayhem, we are recording this today, Monday, and you will hear it Tuesday morning. So we can be so current, we can be so fresh. I'm nervous. I'm gonna. You're I'm nervous? gonna be honest with you. I think it might be some of the weed, but yeah. I am nervous. Yes. Well, maybe you should limit yourself to how much we no, smoke before the no. show. We have to entertain <laughs> the world. You are not my mother. You are not my mom. I'm just saying the and world. My, my mom doesn't my... tell me how much weed I smoke either. So please stop. <laughs> okay. So the show opens with uh, JD grabbing some wax off of Turk's beautifully waxed dome. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't have a chance <laughs> to put any product in his hair. That was very funny. That was very funny. And it, then I took uh, a little extra and put it on my lips. For the lips. For the <laughs> That was so stupid. This episode was very silly. A lot of silly moments. The fact that the fact I'm gonna jump ahead, but the fact that Kelso's knocked out for that long too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no, he, no, everyone hates Kelso, so no one's helping him. He's just lying there on the ground. On the ground, knocked out. Um, you know, with Scrubs episodes, you know, the tone can can lean a certain direction depending on the mood everyone was in that week in the writer's room. This is a particularly silly episode. Oh my gosh. Um, the Mighty Kite. So the Let's Mighty Kite. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah, we I, might as well. So this is really funny mislead. So yeah. JD, and I didn't catch this, I don't remember <laughs> this, but JD um, is trying to say, hey, he says, hey, to a doctor. This episode has a theme of, about doctors and the female doctors, whether or not they take the time to make themselves look all dolled up or not. Elliot does. Um, some of the other doctors don't. And JD turns to, a, to two that don't and says, hey, so-and-so, is it windy out? And she looks at him like, you know, fuck you. What are you talking about? And then he attempts to cover. And they, the writers sell this like JD's trying to cover. Oh, no, just because I am I want to know if my kite team is practicing today. The, 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 the mighty kites, like I'm making it up. Right, but the, but the thing is the, the, the young doctor comes in so disheveled also. Right. That she's looked like she she looks like she was in a windstorm. Right, but it's a very funny mislead for later <laughs> right. because right. then we learn that no JD wasn't bullshitting. He is no, in fact Turk, very into Turk, his kite right. club. 
<laughs> that that only that consists of only he and Turk. No, no, they're missing practice. There's people outside flying kites. Is that what it is? I thought yes. they were just out. I thought they were just kites. Oh my god, <laughs> we're missing, dude. Look how stoned you are. We go, dude. We go, dude. We go. We're missing practice. Right. <laughs> and then we go, mighty kites. Right. Then we do the kite thing. Yeah. And yeah, we have, yeah. So this is the first appearance that JD and Turk are in a. Now it's funny that the kite club practices in the parking lot of the hospital. It just doesn't feel it must like be the other press doctors. Part. It just has to right. be other doctors. Right. Or or they don't have to be doctors. They could be members of the janitorial staff. We just right. know they, they probably work at the hospital. It's a hospital kite flying club. Right. <laughs> um this episode, we upset Sarah. Um This was this is the Grease the Face. This is Grease the Face episode, yeah. <laughs> now now it's interesting because it really is um fact mirroring fiction with what was what the story was about. The story, as I said, was about, and I'm assuming they took this from from actual doctors because it's it seems like a real thing. Some female doctors put time in to 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 try and look, you know, makeup up and hair done, and others don't. And Elliot is wrestling with the fact that she wants to look good. We see that she gets up at five in the morning and puts on makeup and does her hair. And Kelso's had enough of it. He says, the other doctors are gossiping about you. I don't want this. You're not supposed to look like this as a doctor. Cut it out. Well, so the gag is that Sarah is then supposed to come to the classroom looking the polar opposite from all makeup up. She's come. She's supposed to look bad enough so that Todd can say, hey, Elliot, is it greasy outside? <laughs> and Sarah kept coming back looking still stunning. She wasn't doing the joke right. that was, you need to look shitty, Sarah. I know it's network TV and you don't want to look shitty, but you got the joke doesn't work if you don't come in looking like shit, right? It's, it's the funniest thing, man. The, the, the makeup that's, you know, supposed to make you look like you don't have makeup on. Right. So it Donald and I, really I, Donald and I were trying to be funny and, um, we were like, come on, grease your face. And then we got that whole, if you remember, it's a classroom of like all the principals. And we got everyone chanting, grease the grease face, the face. Grease, the grease the face, face. Grease, grease the face, grease the face. Now, this many years later, it's not surprising that Sarah didn't find that no, funny. She, no, she broke. She started crying when we yeah. did that, actually. Yeah. It was actually we, had to, moment, we had to apologize. We had to apologize. Yeah. Remember, yeah. Well, no, we this, were... was, this was, yeah, come on, man. It was we like did... midnight. It was it midnight. Was, listen, in our defense, we thought she was laughing with us. She was not. And we were, it was very late, and we were all very silly. And we, thought, we, we, we totally thought she was laughing with us. We learned that she was not, and we promptly no. apologized. Right away. We felt, I felt horrible about it. <laughs> of course it. he did. But that, shit, but that shit's still funny to this day. And, she, and I hope she can laugh about it she now. She will. When she comes I on, she'll she laugh about it now. I she can laugh about it now. But yes, 20 years then, later, I remember, grease the grease face, face, grease the face. Rob, and Rob was like <laughs> chanting with his arm in the air. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> hey, Elliot, is it greasy out? That's, That's funny. <laughs> Great funny. line. And then what's up, Doc? It's happening, Turk. Yep, it's happening. What's up, Doc? A lot of fucking big moments in this episode. A lot of um, really big moments. All right, moments. let's go back to it in some form of order. Um... So uncomfortable when someone, oh, I wanted to say that, you know, there's a couple moments where like in the script where you're, they're cutting to people who are supposed to look unattractive. And I always find that so awkward as an actor when you're doing a scene and it's like, all right, these are the two people that have been brought in as the cutaway to unattractive. 
I think they're getting paid, and I think they're fine with it. I know, I know, but but I always feel I'll tell I'll tell you the truth. When I'm when I'm directing, and that's the case, I'll say I always say because I feel weird about it. We need to like mess you up and like so you so so the joke works. Like we need to make dress you slovenly and fuck up your hair and quote unquote grease the face and like make you look as unattractive as possible for the for the thing to work. Which is which is true, but also I want to say it because I feel. I mean, I haven't done this. Well, that's in, your own. I that's do, your, I haven't done this. That's in, your own shit. They know why they're there. They know what they're there to do. They read the <laughs> script when they got the job. They knew exactly what it was. So for to do all of that is just like saying you got the job, but now I'm going to insult you and say and say you're not ugly enough. Come oh, on, really? Man, so, they, so you <laughs> think that they're like you trying to say I'm not ugly enough? Hmm. No, I think I think they're saying you don't have to be so nice to me. I know why I got the job. Don't rub the shit in. Let's just shoot the motherfucking thing so I can go home and right. cash this check and All smoke right. that weed. All right. All right. Well, you taught me something. I will no longer tell them they need to grease the face. Why is Danny walking around our apartment in a bra? It makes no sense. I mean, it's a little bit risque, no? But maybe she's so comfortable around Turk. And we're both doctors. But I mean, dude, if I was living with you and Casey and Casey was walking around in her bra. We, You've seen we, Casey in her bra and underwear. You've seen. I, I know, but I'm saying, let's say I was your roommate. Casey probably wouldn't walk around the house in a bra. I just thought it was funny that Tara Reid uh, is uh, walking around in her sexy bra and my roommate's just like, okay, woo. We're making fun of Married with Children. Isn't it funny, the sitcom convention that. When people kiss, they go, ooh. That was only on Married with Children, though, wasn't no, it? No, it was, it was like, a lot yeah. of sitcoms where they go, oh, ooh. Right, but as as shows got old, as shows got hipper, those went out the window. And I know, when we, when we did the sitcom it. spoof on Scrubs, we did all we that We made shit. sure to do that. I loved I loved Married with Children for keeping that because that it was it seemed like the audience was a part of the show which they are when you're watching a sitcom. When you did your sitcoms cuz you've done one or two. Yeah, one? I've done I've done one. Okay, when you when when did you did the audience do oohs and ahs? Yeah, but then we you know I'm working with Wayne and Kristen and them and they're like we don't want to we don't want the oohs and ahs, we just want the laughs. The oohs and ahs are are you know So the audience would do the it and they and they'd cut it out. And they'd be like, no, 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 no. That I think there's something the about it. There's something about it. a. There's something about a lie. I think when an audience, they're so conditioned, like Pavlov's dogs, and they get into a sitcom stage, and a couple kisses, and they they don't even know they're doing it. They're just like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and it's always that obnoxious, right? That that Scooby Doo. There's something about being in a sitcom audience, if you've never been, that first of all they crank the AC so it's cold, and you're like all fucking high. On, on on just like the energy of, of excitement and they have a comedian come out who warms you up and gets you all laughing at the stupidest shit because they want you in a very silly mood and you just start laughing at things that you would never likely laugh at if you saw the sitcom on at home but in the audience there all hyped up you're just cracking up at everything right Donald? yeah well absolutely it, but but it the the person that's in the audience is always great and if you're on the show you watch the same shtick every week but the new audience comes in and they've never seen it and it's really funny right. to watch because it's like watching a stand-up just work their act 
and right. work their act and work their act. And you see the same thing. And sometimes it kills and sometimes it doesn't. And as an actor doing your scenes and everything, it's always sometimes it's really a, it's a cool break to look out into the audience and see, you know, another show going right. on, you know, right. while you're while you're working on your craft. So it's, it's right. the, the whole sitcom the whole sitcom thing is a great experience. You're right, Zach. If it you is. haven't if been, you, if you come and to, when America yeah. opens up again, yeah, please. It uh, is fun. I gotta say, even though sitcoms aren't, there's not that many left anymore. If you were in, um, if you do, do come as a tourist to visit Hollywood, it is a fun experience to have, just because it probably won't be around for for forever, and uh, it, it's a pretty fun experience, I think. And you don't have to stay the whole time. Well, that was. Can, that was the great thing about the the Zoom thing. They were talking about it like it was theater. I can't wait for theater to come back. That's I'm missing that now. Like that's gonna be that's gonna be great. That'll be I that's know. magical just to feel the energy. I mean, I, I I do worry about all those people in one room, but for it to be back, I can't wait. Well, 2022, okay, yeah. 2022, we'll go see a play. 2025. Um, no, well, JD said on our show that he would feel, he's not going to feel comfortable being in a theater until 2022. He was speaking about a movie theater, but I think we can assume it goes for theater as well. So I'm going right. to go by what real JD says. So 2025. Now, um, very funny when I imagine that I'm a ghost and I land and I go, you're, wait, oh, I touch you and I, I go to reach for your bugles. Right. And then my ghost hand goes through your groin and you right. go, quote, <laughs> your ghost hands is cold. Your ghost hands is cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now, now this is a classic Scrubbers moment with Turk with the bugles on his fingers doing witch hands right into the lens for some weird reason. I mean, why yeah. are you breaking the fourth wall looking right in the barrel for This is what was asked of me, and so it was done. It's a, only a handful of moments directly into the lens breaking the fourth wall, and Turk looks right at the audience and does a scary witch. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. That was a... I remember that, and I've, I've since had my son do that, and he loved... Whenever bugles are in the house... He will put them on the tips of I his fingers. I don't think I've had a bugle in my presence since this joke. Really? Why, kids still love bugles? They're around. Every now and then, you'll <laughs> find some. If you live in another country, uh, you know what they are from watching Scrubs, but it is a Dorito-like thing shaped... Like a bugle. Like a, like a bugle. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, Joel, are you uh, um, consumers of bugles? In uh, in my weed-addled states, most certainly. Uh, otherwise, weed, not so much. Weed-addled. Mm. But yeah, okay. bugles are good. I stick them on the fingers, you know. Yeah. Daniel got on a dope shirt. You have no idea what that shirt is, do you? It's, it's so easy? It's so yeah, well, no, easy. No, no, I, know, I know what it is. Wait, don't, don't say anything. Wait, hold up. <laughs> do you know what it's from, no? Are you um, asking me? Look it up. No, it's I know you so know. It's so easy to fall in love. Is it that? No, it's a it's a De La De La Soul song. It goes. There you it's go. so easy. Uh, it's so easy. Uh, it's so it's dope. One of the dope. I fell in love with this fish who got caught in my mesh. Hey yo, she burned <laughs> my scene up like David Koresh. I guess a dominate nothing but a rock with a name. Anyway. All right, we're going to go I to break. Love, before we, before we okay. go to break, I want to tell you a few uh, trivia things from Scrubs Wiki. Um, as we That's said, cool. this is the first uh, appearance of World's Most Giant Doctor. Yes. Um, according to the DVD commentary, the Elliot subplot of this episode was spawned from the behind-the-scenes detail that it was time-consuming to always have Sarah Chalk so heavily made up and groomed in every scene. And we also learned that Laverne has worked at Sacred Heart for 23 years. That is the trivia for my clean. 
We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term supply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Dude, the janitor and Elliot in this episode is hilarious, dude. Yes. It's his first time calling her blonde doctor, I think, right? Or no, second oh, time? Oh, I think he I think he called her that before. Uh, but um just just the fact that, you know, he cheers her up and picks her up and 
gives her a ride actually on his uh mop janitor and his cart yeah. yeah to the morgue yeah um yeah he's in, i think he's and in love jumping with her. with her jumping he's definitely in love with her yeah he's definitely in love with her. but he's i think that's sp- i think that spawned from us thinking that neil was in love with uh sarah and then do you think neil that- was in love with sarah I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't think he was. I don't think but I was. thought. I, I. I. don't know. Shoot. I don't know where it came from. To be honest with you, but it's such a, it's such a great storyline between the two of them. How much the janitor is obviously in love with her, and she so freaking needs an ally at the hospital. Yeah. It just so happens to be the most diabolical person in right. the hospital. But not to her. He loves her. And Kelso. He it's her. funny. It was a funny shot, by the way, when Kelso. Um, is looking at Sarah and telling her not to wear all the makeup, and you see the bangs in front of the lens. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. Chris Koch, director. Good, good Chris joke. Koch. And um, and then we learn that Kelso's son. This is one of the another thing. You know, <laughs> we're always learning about Kelso's son. We learn that he wears makeup and shaves his quote fun zone. <laughs> also, Tyra Banks and was it Heidi Klum? Yes. A yeah. Whole elaborate, whole elaborate plan for those two and, and JD and Turk. Where Tyra Banks runs over Turk's mom in a car. Mm-hmm. Turk doesn't care necessarily about his mom because he's so happy to be with Tyra Banks. Mm-hmm. Carla then asks, "But well, what about your mom?" <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Turk says, "JD, you tell her." And then JD proceeds to tell her. That what they're going to do is, well, first of all, my mom doesn't die. Turk's mom doesn't die. What they do is they take her brain and they put it into Heidi Klum's body. And she falls in love with JD and they live happily ever after. And at first it's kind of weird because it's my mom. Right. But in the end, I learned to live with it. Yeah. Bizarre. Dude. I was like, I'm so happy I smoked weed to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was so was surreal. Like, this is great. Like, I'm telling you, this is like, you know, you, you'll find episodes of Scrubs that are not this stoner, weird, bizarre. Like, but this is one of them ones that has a lot of very silly things. Really um, silly stuff. And that classroom, it made me want, I remember we were shooting this. We were doing this thing with the class and Cox was teaching a class. I thought that was so funny. I wish we had done more of that dynamic. It reminds me of the office, uh, the show, The Office, when they would have the the the, the meetings in the in the room. They're always so hysterical, yeah. and and this episode, that, those scenes where we're all talking over each other and and bouncing back and forth with the dialogue, I thought was was really funny. And wish we had done it more. Yeah, shout out Johnny Castle. Shout out uh, Johnny Rob Castle Mancio. was was hilarious. Who plays yeah. um, Doug? And um, first of all, I, I find it funny that. that that Cox is teaching them something about a defibrillator. Like, I, I'm pretty sure these guys know how to use a defibrillator at this point. I didn't understand what the class... He was, like, teaching them how to defibrillate a mannequin? Like, I think that's been covered in med school. <laughs> I don't... I, you know, I don't you try to take CPR every year? Like, you forget it, don't you? Like, Not if you're something? a doctor doing it. Right, that's... I guess that's true. I, I don't know. I'm, I just thought that was weird. I don't know. I, I would imagine a cardiologist is, I don't know. I don't, shit, I don't know, man. We learned that Danny uh, trimmed Rowdy's anus hairs. You guys does Danny have a job? Project. Does she have a job? What does I don't she know. do? I don't know. 
But JD and Danny are perfect for each other. She's just sitting at home, like, dressing up Rowdy and trimming his anus hairs. Yeah. A dead dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did they ever say what her job is? No. Not that I remember. They didn't. But don't you, uh, but I, I also believe that I, like, as much as he's in love, this is this is what she was also saying. Like, she's perfect for him. If you listen to what she does, she told people, hey, bring toilet paper if you come over. Like, all of the things that JD needs in, the, she's almost exactly like him. Right. And he can't see it because he's so in love. He's in love with Elliot. With Elliot. He's blind to it. By the way, how funny is another super stoner silly thing? And, and when I mention my scarf collection, and then I look at her scarf and I go, "Ooh!" Yeah. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because she because I left my cell phone on, and that's how she heard. And I right, go, that's "Oh how man, she heard. that's yeah. how Turk heard about my scarf collection." Ooh! <laughs> oh, that's a gift. My stupid silly celebratory dance, and then going back to the, and then turning sad, and then yeah. celebrating. He really was so not into her. He just liked. They just he just liked sex with her, I guess. Yeah. 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 He had no feelings for her. Which is crazy because she seemed like she was great. Yeah, the character seemed like a good match, but as you said, uh love trumps all. Yeah. Over everything. It's hard to say that word. All right, let's bring in Let's get in the guest. Yeah. Okay. We have a guest for you, everybody. Very exciting here Mm. at Fake Doctors Real Friends. I'm very excited as well. Really? Are you? Do you know something I don't know? Oh, <laughs> Roy Bellamy in the house. Roy Bellamy. What oh, a man. special day at Fake Doctors, Real Friends, everybody. Welcome beautiful to the people, show. beautiful people. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It's so Welcome nice to, to meet the you. Welcome to the show. It's Roy Bellamy. <laughs> there you Thank go, you, Roy. Oprah. I appreciate that. Roy, you got your very official Donald Faison Oprah intro, which is the, the greatest honor we bestow upon our guests. Time of my life. Thank you, Donald. I really appreciate you doing that for me, man. Roy, thank, thank you. you so much for being a fan. Not only are you a, a, a big fan, but you, you are always so kind and, and blowing us up on Twitter and uh, telling all your followers about us. So we, we really appreciate it. We, 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 we appreciate your love. Well, I got to tell you, it's very, very much an honor to be with uh, two men who I've spent a long time watching on the uh, television and in the movies. And it's also a real, real pleasure to spend some time with two people who are in my industry who knows exactly what's going on right now how do you know um daniel how do you yeah oh twitter twitter, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, twitter. Oh, okay. it's the bet it's twitter yeah. it's the best twitter friends your twitter friends <laughs> yep that's how well, daniel and joel are are coming um like you know are, are gaining um twitter uh you know uh celebrity status um, their 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 followers are climbing. You got to follow them all um, on Twitter. Follow uh, Daniel Goodman and Joelle Monique and Roy Bellamy on uh, on definitely Twitter follow Roy because they Thank are you. good tweeters and people really like them. <laughs> Although Joelle, you said something quite controversial that I don't know that I agree with. Oh, okay, let's get into it. Ooh. Here we go. Well, far be it from me. I don't know that I. <laughs> this is how you know it's a bullshit statement because he started with. Far be it from me. Well, no, I disagree. I like the new Fincher movie, and I don't think Joelle did. Oh, oh, I thought it was a beautiful movie. I just didn't think any of the women were authentic human beings. I feel like, yeah, I can you know, get the that. They were all very much just there to support a guy. They're all like, oh, he's a genius. We got to just let him go. 
be drunk and a genius. I can't have any emotions about it. I'm a lady. So this is <laughs> that uh, new Mank movie? On yeah, Mank. Yes. Yeah, Mank. Well, I encourage people to look at it, even with uh, Joelle's critique. Definitely watch it. The black and white is gorgeous. There is, you know, you hear this about films. You could, but this is the ultimate case. You could hit pause at any moment on that movie, and you would put that photograph on your wall. It is Absolutely. stunning. The cinematography is so beautiful. And, um, yeah, I, I'm sure the movie's not for everyone because it's, it's not, not a lot happens. It's basically about an, an alcoholic writer's struggle to write Citizen Kane. Um, hmm. But I thought the acting was great, and I thought it was beautifully shot. Amanda Seyfried did what she needed to do. She was good. <laughs> Super talented. I want wait, Fincher to wait, cast me one day. What, wait, what did Amanda Seyfried do? In she the plays, um, what's the name of the movie star she plays? Well? I have to look it up. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, wait, what is it that she did that it was so impressive? She's just a really solid performer. Like she, I feel like Amanda Seyfried has, is obviously talented. She's done a lot of great things. Mm. But lately, she's been doing a lot of like camp stuff, which she's great at and is a lot of fun. But like, she came in this movie, I'm like, "All oh, right, this girl is a very serious actress." Like, right. yeah. what she's doing with that character and how she's it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to remember that because of the singing and dancing that she did recently is what you're trying to say, right? You know, you see Mamma Mia, and you're like, "This is great oh, right. for an entirely different <laughs> set of reasons." No, what she's right. saying is, is the movie reminds you that Amanda's very talented, and right. uh, exactly. I, I agree. I thought she did a wonderful. She job. plays Marion Davies. Yeah, Marion Davies, who was a movie star at the time, who was married to um, Hearst. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, check it out, everybody. I recommend it. Roy, you are on a nationally syndicated radio show, not a podcast. <laughs> I was corrected. Uh, well, uh, there have been some changes to that. Uh, so Dan's contract uh, with ESPN oh, right. uh, mutually has been kaput. So like when? Is this a first? Is this the first? Is this an exclusive? First? Is this an exclusive? This happened on Thursday, and all the uh, the rags in the uh, the media. So no, it's an exclusive. Oh. It's, it's an exclusive. It's oh, an exclusive. Roy, don't ruin our exclusive. We love I our. I will not ruin it. It is <laughs> an right. exclusive. This is an exclusive, exclusive um, from that... Roy Bellamy. Go ahead, Roy. Go ahead, Roy. Oh. Roy. Roy. Give us. Give our listeners the exclusive only on Fake Doctors, Real Friends. So Dan and ESPN have mutually agreed to part ways. Our final ESPN show will be January fourth, and uh, you can catch us from there on out. Well, you normally would catch us on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts on January 5th. So, and what's the name of the show, Roy? That's it's the Dan Lebertard Show with Stugats. Stugats. Okay. Stugats. Now, I know Stugatz. nothing about sports, Roy. You probably know from listening to the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. But but Bill Lawrence, um, who if there's a Venn diagram of both of our lives, it overlaps with Bill Lawrence, who loves being on your guys' show. And he says it's a lot like this, except instead of rambling nonsense and occasionally talking about scrubs, you guys talk about sports. That's right. And partially why I'm here is I am here to convince Zach to listen to our show. Okay. <gasps> and the reason why I'm here to do that is because Zach is not a sports fan. And if you are not a sports fan, our show is for you. Okay. Uh, it's because we, we make fun of sports. All right, but but, but aren't you, aren't you guys going to reference people that I won't know? They'll be like, "Oh my God, Jim Jim Simpson and that dunk last night," and I will be like, "I didn't see the dunk." <laughs> Wait, who dunked it? Who dunked Jim Simpson? <laughs> big Big Jim Simpson. Oh, uh, Big Jim, Big Jim Jimbo. Simpson. 
They also do stuff like uh, athletes that can know plants, like Tree Rollins and uh, Eric Flowers and stuff like that. So okay, yeah, we do. Stuff Wait, like I'll that. try it. Tree Rollins that. connotes plants. Yeah, yeah, a tree is a plant. <laughs> a tree is oh. a plant. <laughs> oh, I thought you, I, I thought you were saying Tree Rollins like snipped plants, like. No, he, no, thought you, he, he thought you were saying smokes plants. Donald, focus, okay? Focus. <laughs> Roy, before you got on, Donald re- uh, revealed to our listeners that... It wasn't, uh, a re- it wasn't a big reveal. On most shows, he's only mildly high, but today he's decided to be very high. So, oh, um, so just very so good of you. That's very good of you, Donald. You deserve to be high. And, um, you are right. deserving, sir. You are deserving. <laughs> this is also the first time I get to look at Donald's closet. This is very nice. Yes. That's I don't Donald's got closet. shit in it. It ain't like I got some fly stuff in here. It's just, you know, my golf well, you shirts. Got, you got more than I do. I can use a few uh, golf shirts. Myself. All right, Roy, um, do you have a question for any of us? Um, oh wow, that's the one thing I didn't really think of. I was okay, so well, we can do it. I don't have a question. Jeez. It could be for Daniel or Joel if you want, because no one really asked them questions. It doesn't have to be scrubs related. Oh, we talk. Oh, that's good. Well, Daniel and Joel, uh, as I said, you guys are in my industry, and uh, I just want to know, uh, what do you guys aspire to be as you guys grow into your oh, career? Very good question. Great question. Uh, Great podcasting question. is super new. And so we don't, it's like, it's, it's an exciting industry to be in because it, much like film or radio in their infancy, you don't know what the heights are, like what there's people constantly breaking new boundaries and trying new things. And we're still trying to figure out, you know, what distinguishes this space from radio. And so I, I think I just want to be on the cutting edge of, of that is my goal is like, as I explore, like, what are the limits of this and just testing out new things and trying different forms of podcasts, I think. That's what's exciting. Um, you know, and eventually I wouldn't mind having like a full slate of shows that are just mine. Like I handcrafted, mm. I curated all the talent. That's sort of, that's the next step anyway. We're whiteboarding mm. that idea right there. Yeah, you got to yeah, put that on your whiteboard. You guys put that on your whiteboard. And their long-term don't. goal is to tour uh, all of Europe and yes. the United States <laughs> in a bus with me and Donald. I want to go to New Zealand. Let's yeah. do Can't it. Wait. Oh, yeah, the I would love to take on that bus, by the way. I would love yeah, to be on the bus. Yeah, you can. The only place in the world, well, we're not allowed in, but if we were allowed in, the only place we could tour would be New Zealand. All right, Daniel, how about you? Answer the question for Roy. I I... I feel similarly to Joel's answer, but honestly, from a facilitative standpoint, I want to facilitate, you know, strong voices and getting people the space that they deserve on podcasts. I kind of like the idea of being, I don't want to say like an, well, yeah, it kind of like an A&R. Like, I love people's ideas. I love people who have strong personalities and strong voices. And I feel like, you know, I, I'm at this point, we're on the inside. We're on this industry. We're in this industry. So yeah, having that outlet in. for people, yeah. And, and, you know, being able to help people give their voice to the world is, is that's what, that's what I want to do. You guys, I, first of all, I just want to say you're, you're selling yourself as a little bit short because, really? yeah, because I feel like <laughs> what you just both said you could achieve in, 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 in you are achieving and can achieve in a year. Uh, you guys, yeah. are, first of all, I, you, 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 for those of you who don't recall in, in our listening audience, these two people weren't supposed to talk. Ever. Jo- Joelle was our pro- Ever. Joelle was our Hold producer. On. Hold on. We need, we, need to, we, need to, we need to just stress that. Right. We need to stress that. I remember the conversation. So we got Daniel and Joelle. Uh, Zach, are they ever going to talk? No, they're never going to talk. Okay, good. They're never going to talk. Flash cut to now. 
Dude, right. thank now God you guys spoke. No, my, my 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 point is is that we we when we created this thing, we had no fucking idea what it was going to be. And Donald and I certainly didn't think this many people would be listening. And then Joelle and and Daniel are such interesting personalities themselves, and so great on uh, on the on the podcast that we want more and more and the fans love them and they love when they contribute and i know when i don't know that answer to that thing that i bet your bottom dollar daniel does and same with joelle and joelle when you did our little recap show you you were just so charming and, you, and your voice sounded so good i i was i think yeah. you guys should you can do both you should you should curate and, and be an A&R type fellow, Daniel, and anyone who has a great podcast idea should slide into Daniel's Twitter feed and hit him up. And same thing with Joelle. But but at the same time, you should curate your own shows where you're on air talent, because I think you guys really are talented broadcasters. Well, a, pe- a, a very a very brief peek yeah. behind the curtain. Yeah. But before everything went under, uh, Joelle and I were hosting a podcast together. Oh. So what was it about? What was the name of Whoa. Uh, it it's it was uh we can we can we'll get into like a very brief like synopsis of it. Basically, y'all know Daniel loves the video games. You know I'm a nerd. I do the tabletop and the comic books and the movies and the TV. Um, mm. and along with our friend Rosie Knight, who writes for Nerdist, the three of us were just talking about nerd news stuff every Friday for like two and a half hours. Uh, mm. and it was incredible because Daniel will give us like updates on uh. Uh, the sports like teams that are. <laughs> I was I was the esports corner esports. Thank I was your esports corner. Oh. It was the weather report for esports. What's happening here? It was amazing because I know nothing about it, but it was so huge. And he would tell us about these like large cash prizes and the drama going on between the teams. And I imagine much like Roy and the people who don't like sports but will enjoy listening to the show. It was like, oh my god, I didn't know there was so much like life and vitality in this thing that I'm not regularly engaging in. And then Rosie would come in and just be like off the cuff brilliant. And it was a lot of fun. So we're, we're hoping now that we have a good flow for COVID and our other shows are good and solid, we can take off again. Yeah. You guys should totally do that, man, because there is definitely a there's definitely a corner for that. Mm-hmm. Joel, you know, Zach hit me up and was like, Donald, why are you procrastinating with the Star Wars Uh-oh. podcast? Yeah, I had an intervention. What did you Joel? tell him? I had an intervention. I, thank you, Zach. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't you, realize I was, I was like, procrastinating. You, you are. You're like, what are you doing? We're not doing anything. You happen to, I'm sorry, let me go off on one little rant. You happen to be in a position, like very few people are lucky to be in, where you can have, you can entertain people from your closet. And people love this show. We know that. Um, and we're so grateful to our listeners. And, and our listeners who have the same level of love for Star Wars that you two are, are very interested in an offshoot. Because they certainly don't want y'all talking about it on here. Hmm. So they're very That's interested. not true. I'm just kidding. I know some of them are. <laughs> but they're very interested in this offshoot. And I just don't know why you wouldn't uh, do it. Do we lose Roy? Oh, no. I think his internet may have dropped. Okay, Roy's, like, Roy. I, Roy's like, I don't want to be on this show anymore. Roy's like, fuck the show. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, I'll I leave said what I guys. had to say. Dan left ESPN. <laughs> we got a new podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, I'm out. They're not talking to me anyway. Anyway, back, uh, right. Donald, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. I just think no. I totally want to do it. I totally want to do it. I sent in my my uh, stuff. Joel, just Joel, just always. Roy, what are you doing, man? Yeah, Roy, you don't like us? The internet's being fussy. It's Roy, do we bore you? What the hell? No. What's going on here? Absolutely. It looked like you hung up on us, Roy. 
No, I am. I apologize. This is. It was like you got all the information out that you needed to get out. You didn't have a question for us, also. Yeah. So you got all the information out. Uh, you didn't have a question for us, and then you was like, live. "I'm done." Yeah. <laughs> I have right. a question for you guys. Actually, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. So, if there is a Scrubs uh, table read, much yeah. like what Beep has done, or maybe yeah, like for charity, something yeah, for charity, or or the Georgia runoffs in this situation, mm. would you guys get together and do it? Absolutely. Yes. Um, Bill Lawrence yes. has already brought this to our attention. I would like to personally do it for No Kid Hungry, um, but uh, that, I'm sure that I'll, uh, a lot of charities will be brought to the table. Um, but yes, and I suggested to Bill that we do the Wizard of Oz episode because oh, I nice. think that's a really good episode, but I don't know that he'll choose that one. But Donald, um, you've said yes. Everyone said yes. You know, for charity, everyone instantly said yes. So um, we just need... Problem is, is that I don't know who's, someone needs to wrangle it. I don't know who's going to wrangle it. Donald, I mean, sign me Donald. That's for dang sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> the only thing Donald's wrangling is nuggets into that bowl. No, you got to put it in the grinder first. You put it in the grinder first. You grind it down. You got to grind it down. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. <laughs> All right, Roy, let's fix your life. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. Ready with the cue? It's, it's time, time to fix your life. All right, this better be a good one, Roy, because we, we're very oh, yeah. good at this. We've saved a lot of people's lives on the show. Okay. Like, so I, I, I'm, I'm already going to say you're welcome. I you're think welcome. it's fair to say you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, so as you guys know, um, Sometimes a uh, radio producer's career can be in flux. And uh, as you uh, heard me say earlier, uh, kind of lost my job at ESPN. Uh, oh, so, no. <laughs> yeah, so, but I'm, I still have a job with the show, obviously. Right. So what does one do to be able to control one's career future in said medium? That's a great um, question. Well, that's almost a better question for Joel and Daniel. But you're talking about in in like in the podcast broadcasting medium. He, well, yeah, in radio and podcasts and television. How it seems one... to me. Listen, it seems to me that you have two friends here who are very very dialed in at iHeart. So if I were you, I would make a list of the things and the shows that most would interest you. And bring them to Joel and Daniel. And obviously, if you can bring some talent with you that you know has some name notoriety, that always helps. You've, I'm sure you've met other people that you can sort of wrangle. Bill Lawrence mm. is obsessed with you. You could wrangle Bill for God's sakes. But um, you know, uh, and 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 come up with a show. I mean, if I was in your position, I just lost my job. You obviously have a skill set that is unique, and not everybody has. You and obviously would, have an audience too already. You obviously have an mm-hmm. audience already. You obviously have a Twitter following already. I would go. Here are five ideas that I think could be dope ass shows that are unique that no one's doing. Here's some talent that I could reach out. And if they're not co-hosting with me, I guarantee you they'll make regular appearances. Cause I'm dialed in. You're dialed in with a lot of people in the sports community. I'm sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I would go to gatekeepers like Joel and Daniel and be like, Hey guys, can you help me bring this to iHeart? Because I think it's a good idea. Joel can get anyone on iHeart on the phone in two seconds. 
Um, so I would work on my pitch. Jo- well, Joelle, Joelle's shaking her head. No, <laughs> most, yeah. Most people, yeah, 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 85%. We can make some calls. We can get some calls yeah, going. Yeah. We can get some calls going. We could definitely, the point we is, is they are dialed. And you can't, you don't want to waste your shot, though. You don't want to phone it in and be like, I don't know. I thought about the for 10 minutes here. No, I would, I would make up like a beautiful pitch document and like have your pitch down so that when you get on the phone with a, with a Will Pearson, who's our iHeart overlord or whoever it is, you're like, all right, Will. And, you and you know, it's the classic sales thing where you're like, this is a no-brainer. They may have you do a pilot where you crush it and kill it, and then and then you're off to the races. Joelle, Daniel, add something to that, please. Yeah, do all of those things Zach just said, but then just send, email me. E- email, you, you have my Twitter. We'll, yep. we'll work it out. Yep. We will share. Uh, but also, you know, share beyond us. Cover all your bases. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a thriving industry in uh, these COVID times specifically, and it sounds like we're gonna be inside for another year. So you know, yeah. spend mm-hmm. the rest of this year getting together, and then yeah. hit off next year ready to go. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, you have a leg up because you there's a lot of people I'm sure listening who have a, who might have some really cool podcast ideas, but they don't have the built-in fan base that you already have. That's they true. don't have access to names that people uh, that you probably are friendly with. So you have a leg up. Go ahead, Daniel. I was just going to add that, you know, the nice thing about podcasts is that as a medium, they welcome so many perspectives, voices, faces, personalities to the space that like it doesn't just have to be ESPN owns sports podcasts or X brand owns the idea of sports podcasting. I think truth be told, I think everything is underrepresented in podcasting. The only thing I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to make a bad joke, but like everything is underrepresented in podcasting. So I highly recommend you take every opportunity. I don't think, I think, I don't think interviewing celebrities is underrepresented. I was going to, I was going to make, don't have your podcast, (laughs) don't have your podcast be interviewing celebrities. Don't call it what the fuck with Mark Maron or something. By the way, I'm on today, by the way, did you know that? That's right. Oh my God. Of all jokes, by the way, of all the zillion podcasts for you to randomly make a reference to i'm on is the one you're on today i'm on uh what the fuck with mark maron today oh so, uh, if you're listening Love to this album. uh it's tuesday tomorrow uh, so it came out so go check that out yeah. um it's so actually you know a lot like howard stern he kind of gets you to start talking about shit you don't normally talk about and uh mm. we, we went deep we talked about grief and we wow. talked about depression and we talked about ocd wow. which i had as a child um yeah, he got me talking, and I was just—I don't know—I was just my lips were flapping. So I, I was really, really candid with him, and uh, Can't wait to he, he lost his his wife, uh, partner, um, and I, of course, lost Nick. And we've both had a lot of grief in our life in the last few years, and we 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 went there, we went there together. So it's really mm-hmm. good. Um, Sounds a lot uh, like the questioning that Dan Lobator does uh, during his interview subjects. Does so, he? Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, we call him the grief eater because he loves to dive in and focus in on your whatever happened in your life that you might have, you know, grieved over. And well, stuff. I think that's interesting. Listen, you know, I think one, there's something about radio that is different. You know, when you go on a talk show, you, you've just, you're just saying your five rehearsed anecdotes that you've mm-hmm. figured out. Whereas radio is just, you know, especially the great interviewers like Howard, I think is, and Mark Marin is, and you're just sitting there, you just feel like you're talking. I mean, and I hope we do it a little bit on this show, although we, we mostly stay silly, but of course, sometimes we get mm-hmm. serious here. But, you, you know, you just feel like you're talking to your friends. And then all of a sudden, an hour and a half's gone by, and you're like, Jesus, I've never told anyone that story, but I just told Mark Marin. Okay. <laughs> well, um, not only Mark Marin, but all of his listeners, too. 
Yeah, but I mean, I, I think it's good. I always think, you know, we talk about grief, and a lot of people can relate to grief, and we talk about depression, and a lot of people can relate to depression, and I think it's it's healthy for nowadays. people to feel like, hey, I'm not fucking alone, you know? I'm not alone. No. Absolutely. Um, all right, Roy, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, yes, welcome sir. Welcome, Roy. I'm very much and welcome. Thank and you. And Roy, tell everyone. some jewels that you can sell if you choose. I'm just Roy, saying. tell everyone what your Twitter handle is so they can follow you and build your audience right now. I am at Roy Belly, R-O-Y-B-E-L-L-Y, at Roy Belly. Incredible and, uh, Twitter follow. And follow Thank him. He's, he's, uh, he's very funny. And most importantly, he's a big fan of our show. So that's why we really like him. <laughs> but, um, but thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. And we're Absolutely. excited to see what you come up with. Yeah, seriously. Yes. We'll look for some emails. And please hey, don't have it be uh, about two African Americans obsessed with Star Wars because that's taken. <laughs> got that covered. <laughs> uh, you got it. You got that covered. Yeah. Any, anytime you guys would have me, I'm available. And, Are you uh, a Star Wars geek? I am unfortunately not. Okay. Uh, well, you're not right for that podcast. Well, thank you, Bill. Bill, uh, uh, Roy, Roy, that's all we Bill. got time for. Uh, you be well. Oh, oh my God. Man. Bill, just, uh, Bill, I mean, Roy, Roy, that's it. <laughs> Dater. All right, Roy. Thanks Roy, for thank you so Take much. Care, Take care, Roy. Thank Be you. Well. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Right. Take care. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. I think we give good advice, right? I think Great so. Advice. I think that's I think that's the best advice you could give anybody. <laughs> bad. The poor guy lost his job. Yeah, but he's in a great position right now. He's not in one of those positions. There are a lot of people that are in way worse positions in when they lost their jobs of course. Uh, because of COVID and stuff like that. So maybe he got a yeah. severance. You think he got a, you think maybe, I don't know. I hope. Maybe I don't know, but his line of work, there's still opportunity for him right now. Unlike a lot of people. Well, out there. and like I said, most importantly for him, he's, he's, he's got some legs up. He could make it happen if he hustles yeah. hard. Absolutely. Um, let's finish the Scott show. Scott Gerber. Scott Gerber at the end of the line, of, at the end of the line of women. First of all, JD went to soccer camp. Why is JD at soccer camp? Although I did go to tennis camp for what it's worth, so maybe he was trying to uh, try to get into a sport. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. Uh, Jordan said. Feldman, by the way, um, went to Northwestern with me. Uh, he played Scott Gerber, cool. and uh, so there you go. I he showed up, and I was like, Jordan, you're playing. My Very funny. Very funny scene, though. Yeah. Yeah. As JD is, when uh, you said you wanted to, I thought you wanted to be better teammates. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> and then I say that he he wore my jersey as a as a nightgown or something. As, yeah, as a nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> oh boy. And right, then we reveal at the end that that, that uh, Johnny is not talking to his therapist, uh, but he is talking to his baby. Yeah, and the end, and, that, the end. And, and that'll do it for you, man. I mean, I'm telling you right now, your life changes, and everybody jokes about this, and we all, we all, everyone who has kids knows exactly what I'm talking about. And so, when you see something like this, as cliche as this, it's so it's it's still it still strikes a nerve. You know what I mean? I figured it out at some point earlier on that he was talking to his kid because. It, it it just didn't make sense that Cox would let down his guard for anyone other than his child. You know, well, we'd I mean? seen him it in did, therapy. I mean, I so think... early. Yeah, but even in therapy, he's very combative. You know what I mean? And there's and 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 it's just not in his character. And I was like, either, you know, especially 
we talk about this all the time, not necessarily remembering this episode. It was like, this would have to be a total shift in tone for Dr. Cox if uh, if this was going to be his character for the rest of the show. So I was like, there has to be a hook in there. Where's the hook? And I was like, oh, snap, he's talking to his kid. Well, I thought and it I... was very funny that he he's like, we saw Dr. Cox experience happiness. And then he yeah. realized he couldn't really do his job effectively happy. <laughs> That's great. Um, really good. Really good. The end song that I had was certainly not a Ryan Adams song. Rescue Blues is the Ryan Adams song that's in the original. Um, what I, whatever I listened to on iTunes, um, no offense to the replacement artist, but it was mm. not a jam for me. <laughs> um, well, you know, speaking of jams, I thought, you know, we could go out with the show. My brother has yes. this wonderful song. Alameda. Olamide Faison has this wonderful song about friendship and the times that we're going through right now and how we can all use, you know, the help of, an, you know, of our fellow uh, human beings on this planet. And so uh, uh, that's the show. Uh, that's the show. Before out, you yeah. count into Olamide, we want to uh, shout out everyone for listening. All we love you. We take care of yourselves. Um, be safe. If you're in one of these hot zones, which I think is now pretty much the entire country, um, we're not going to convince you of anything you don't want to do, but, uh, if you do care what we say as fake doctors, um, stay home, stay inside, unless you have to go somewhere, wear yeah, a mask. You know, if you do, don't just think about yourself. Think about uh, everybody else. You know, there's these um, stories where people go to a wedding, right. And they get infected and bring it home and then kill like their grandparents because they didn't get sick or they got, they were asymptomatic, but they brought that shit home and killed like multiple people. So if it, if you're not worried about yourself, think about being a carrier and killing somebody else. We got to end on a high night though. I just took it. I took it dark. How do we get, no, how do we get back? How do we get back? Just, down? We, we get, make a we fart get noise. Back, fart, make a, make a fart noise. No, fart no, noise we, get it back. we get it back like this, ladies and gentlemen, for your listening ears, for your pleasure. For your happiness, for your joy. Can I get a can I get a amen? amen. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> Give it up for my brother from the same mother and father. Alama Day Faison. Five, six, seven, eight. I woke up feeling off this sorrow. I wish I had a need to borrow.
must tear when I hear the word I can't It's sad because that's my reality When a heart needs patching up Are you the one I can't count on? I hope to feel a little better From the sound of your hello And if not now, when will this change? The world is crying from all the hate Not sitting back, not doing anything It's driving me insane I just need your friend Don't know where to begin Where our story ends But oh, I I just need your friend I'm tired of pretending Like the story heaven Oh, I This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 